yo, 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 yo. What is up? What is up? What is up? What is up? How is everybody doing today? It is your boy, Wild Card Mar, in the building. Uh, Detroit man, running late. Uh, you know, he had to uh, get that uh, colonoscopy done. So, uh, but no, he'll, he'll be here in no time. Uh, big homie Nick, he is on the mend. Uh, let's send some uh, love and uh, and shout outs to the big homie Nick. He got a little injury. Um, and yes, um, it, it is not to the colon. As much as everybody's surprised, it's not to the colon. I uh, got it, got it, suffered a little knee injury, but um, if he's willing to share, I'll let him discuss the details. So, speedy recovery, uh, to him. Uh, and of course, uh, man, man, let me give a quick shout out, man. Let's give a quick shout out to our boy, uh, real good friend of the show, Matt. Um, uh, was feeling under the weather last week, caught a little nasty, a little something, something. Hopefully, him and his family are doing better this week. Um, hey, but hey, we are here, episode 204, and what a pleasure it is to be here because we just had a fantastic weekend of sports. I mean, a lot of things to discuss from uh, World Cup soccer to uh, uh, college football to uh, uh, baseball uh, transactions going down right now as we speak. Um, I've been getting alerts all day about uh, uh, all types of, uh, uh, you know, uh, transactions going down. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? Uh, Of course, it was a wild and crazy week of NFL football. Uh, You know, some crazy uh, matchups that took place in week 13. I I, I don't know if week 13 is lucky or not. I don't know. Either way. A lot of things to discuss, uh, really a lot of things to discuss. But before we get too deep off into our sports discussion today, make sure, please, go on over to Facebook, IOW Sports Network. Join the Facebook page, gives you a chance to, you know, drop your own sports takes, funny sports memes, interact with everybody, network. And then we do emphasize on the networks. If you got your own content, drop your own content, let people know you exist, get some merch. At the top of the page, you'll see myself rocking some J. Edwin Collection. And J. Edwin Collection is a t-shirt company by our very own Detroit Mail. And, of course, with that being done, uh, it does provide the merch for ILW Sports. So get you a hoodie, uh, get you a t-shirt, um, drop 30 bucks to the Cash App, Dallas on ILW Sports Network, and, and, and you can get the ILW Sports cap. It's very exclusive. That's the only way you can get it, 30 bucks to the Cash App. In return, you get the uh, a very exclusive snapback. Uh, of course, you can always catch us on Twitter at IOW Sports One, Instagram at IOW Sports Network, and most importantly, going over to YouTube, IOW Sports Network. That's where all the content is stored. You can follow all the content we got going on the IOW Sports Network. If you pay attention to the bottom of the screen, everything, all. The social media platforms that you need addresses are scrolling right there on the bottom of your screen. And, hey, y'all just keep rocking with us. We're going to keep bringing out this heat. The only way we know how to in IOW Sports, straight barbershop talk, raw, uncut, real. And we ain't about that national media stuff that likes to, you know, poke and pride and stuff. We, we give opinions as fans, people that love sports. And, hey, that's why y'all follow us. So continue to support us. Keep spreading the word. 
And let's see who we got in the building with us. Matt, Matt, Matt. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Man, that's that's what I'm waiting on, man. Uh, so you waiting on the test results, man. Hey, again, man, prayers out to our big homie, Matt, man. Hopefully everything is copacetic. Hopefully everything is fine. Um, you keep fighting, brother. We're going to keep standing behind you, supporting you. And we're going to make sure that you get through this situation with your family and, and and enjoy more time with your family. That's what it's all about, y'all. And that's what I'm telling you. If you're going over to Auto Sports Network on Facebook, you are creating relationships, friendships. I mean, Matt, join uh, join IOW Sports. Uh, being a big fan and supporter of what we do, and we gonna we gonna keep lifting our bra- uh, our brother up in prayers. Hopefully, Matt's all right, and uh and, and uh, uh hopefully uh, it's nothing too too serious. Hopefully, it's just uh. Uh, you know, something that you can just uh, a small little hurdle you can get over it. But either way, we are gonna keep supporting you, brother. As Detroit Mail comes smacking in with the chips and shit. <laughs> what up, yo? Straight on CP time. <laughs> you know how me do? You know how me do? <laughs> nah. What's up, big bro? What's happening, man? Man, I can't call it. I know you feeling good. You got got a victory Monday. I'm feeling good. I got something to eat, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but no. We gonna um, like I said, jam-packed weekend of sports, a lot of a lot to discuss. But we gonna start right here because what up, Matt? Uh, you know, well, you know, uh, the, despite uh, whatever people are are feeling, uh, you know, I, I mean, me and uh, the big homie Nick talked about it last week. And uh, there were rumors at the time. Now it is official. Coach Primetime. Coach Prime. Deion Sanders uh, is headed to Colorado. Uh, so, uh, man, big homie Mel. Uh, uh, just, just, just initial thoughts, feelings um, about Coach Prime. Deion Sanders headed to Colorado. Is it the right fit, right spot? Did he move? Did he leave Jackson State too soon? Did he stay too long? Did he do enough? Did... Initial thoughts and feelings about Coach Prime headed to Colorado. He went from the niggas to the other side. <laughs> <clears throat> That's my initial thoughts. That's your initial thoughts? But as, as, as I was contemplating on it, <laughs> the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't gotta, know, man. You can't uh, get a real astute and studious, right? right you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 no, but man, I kind of got mixed feelings about it, man. You know, mm-hmm. my thing is, I, I'm always, let me say this first, first and foremost, I ain't never going to tell nobody how to get their back. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and you look at some of the things he's done. He done a lot. He does a lot for the community. He did a lot for that coaching staff. I mean, you know, he took some of his salary to help pay pay their salary because they weren't getting nothing. Mm-hmm. The school cousin who couldn't afford, you know, to pay him like uh, PW guy school. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really fault him for that. And how long you expect for a man to take a pay cut out of his bread? You know what I'm saying to support somebody, somebody else. I mean, you know, so you can't knock him for that. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of it, I knew eventually he was going to leave. 
I just thought maybe now, maybe too soon, because I would like to see them lay a, a stronger foundation where anybody can jump in there and continue that same mode. Keep the I same trajectory right, going. Yeah. I think right now it's like once his recruits is gone, well, they go with him through the transfer portal or go through him, you no, know, going through the rest of the uh, season, whatever time they got left in Jackson, Jackson State, and go on to the NFL, wherever they're going to go. I think that program is going to go back to where it used to be because the draw was Dion. You know what I'm saying? He, I want, I like to see him move from the draw being from him to Jackson State. Mm. You know, and then I think it would have been a good time for him to leave, you know, because that way you look at, I mean, a lot of these schools now have been established for years, you know, like number schools have been found in 1840, 1870, you know, 19, early 1900s. A lot of schools have been around for a while, so it took them a while to get that foundation. So I'm not saying he should stay that long, but stay long enough where, you know, it's a stronger foundation where people were, I'm going to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm and not just because I'm going to Jackson State because Dion there. Because of Dion there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like what they doing. I like how they bring him. You know, they I have an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. And see now, I don't think people see the opportunity because Dion's in Colorado. You know, so I mean, like I said, I don't fault him because if you're looking, look, let's talk about Eddie Robinson, mm-hmm. legendary coach. Legendary stayed at Grambling State for like years, years. But how's that program when he was there? How great was Grambling? It was great in HBCU, but were they great outside of that? On that scale, great, great HBCU while Eddie Robinson was there. Now, if you could compare Grambling State to what these PWIs or Power Five schools, there's no comparison. Right. So my thing is, yeah, he, he stayed for a while and he did things great things for them, but he still didn't put Gremlin there where people want to say, I'm going to Gremlin and I'm I'm graduating from Gremlin and I'm going I'm going to the NFL. We can name a handful of people that went there in the NFL. A handful. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, um so I think that's that's the only problem is that now I I, I hate to see that the HBCUs, HBCUs have become a stepping stone and not a place that I want to go to as I'm a young coach, young black coach, want to get into the coaching. I go to HBCU for a couple of years and somebody see what I'm doing and I'm going yeah, over to yeah. going to the PWI. And I hope that's not the pattern that he started. Yeah. That's the only um, thing with me. It's crazy. It's crazy because um, I, I'm, I'm almost like you. I do got mixed emotions, only because you know I was under, I was hoping that Dion would stay long enough, just like you said, to establish Jackson State, mm-hmm. not just because you got Dion Sanders at Jackson State, right? And and uh, to his credit, he did a lot for Jackson State in the city of Jackson, Mississippi, in mm-hmm. three years. Did a lot. Right. I mean, literally changed the, changed the doorknobs on all the buildings, got him a new uh, practice field, got him a new uh, locker room uh, that was up to code or, or at least up to the standards to compete with your power five schools. Right. So he did do that. You know, he's he 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 was able to, uh, uh, you know, uh, get some limelight on HBCUs in general that that was a light that was 
dwindled or, or was barely on. So we got to give him credit for that. Look, Dion did an amazing job. He did a lot in a short amount of period of time in, in three years. So I would never take that away from him. And I'm proud that he did that. Uh, the only problem is he did so much so fast that it it, it put him in that situation where PWIs are going to look like, wow, he did and accomplished so much at that level in a short amount of time. Yo, just imagine what he could do at our program with more better facilities, more money, more budget, more this, more that. And I hate to say that it's more, 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 but that's just the facts of the matter is when you're at an HBCU and you got one of these power five schools, which Colorado is in the Pac-12, they have better funds. They have better budget. They have better facilities. They pretty much on the board. If you compare them side to side, there's probably a lot more better athletically for these athletes that they can get at Colorado than in Jackson State. And Deion Sanders was trying to balance that. He was trying to balance an HBCU and get them comparing to these Power 5 schools athletically or what they can provide for these athletes. Right. And I, I just wish, and I said it last week, I, I just wish he would at least gone one freshman class all the way through. Mm-hmm. At least one freshman class all the way through. Right. And and like I said, I'm like you too. I'm not gonna never knock a man for, for wanting to upgrade his money wanting to upgrade his bag, I'm, I'll never do it because this is a dog-eat-dog world and you got to get your bag, you got to get your paper. And I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. A lot of people don't know this, that yes, Dion was taking money from his own salary to make sure his assistants were getting paid. Right. And I think this right here and that part right there is probably the biggest reason why he left because for the whole three years, he was fighting, fighting, fighting to get his assistants more money. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was the only hurdle that he felt that he just can't get over that one. I I personally feel that way. I mm-hmm. absolutely 100% feel that Deion Sanders was like, look, this is, the, this is the only hurdle I've literally been fighting for three years is to get more money from my assistants. And, and, and if I can't get it, then maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's a sign that I got to go somewhere else to make sure that my assistants get the, get paid. Because they're they're sacrificing time from their family, friends, and and literally uh, uh, investing a lot into those children just as much as Dion, if not more. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and so it's not right for Dion to get paid a certain salary. And market wise, his assistants are nowhere close to the market value of these other assistants in other schools. So I can't fault him for that. In a perfect world, Jackson State has unlimited budget. And Deion Sanders goes nowhere. Right. In a perfect world. But you know what? And this is to my people, and especially our people that look like us. And and please, please don't call this man a sellout. Please don't call this man. Well, I know they started it, but I'm but but my thing is is and, and you know how 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 that word makes us feel in our community. Mm-hmm. You know how that word makes us feel. That's not fair to put that on Dion. Because name another player, uh, name another man that has had so much profile and willingly, not asked to or begged to, willingly went to the situation he went to. And not only did he do it, he turned around. And look, I'm I'm not I'm not happy that it was only a short, short amount of time. I'm not happy about it. No. But guess what? I'm looking at the positives of what he done, and I can't sit there and be mad that he only did it for three years. Yeah, I I I'm not you, man. I mean, 
I saw on Facebook where somebody called him a fraud, you know, and I had to, I had to t- not respond, put it that way, because it wouldn't mm-hmm. have came out like I wanted to come out. Because here's the thing, man. I'm gonna say two things. One is those who call him a sellout, especially ones that look like him. If you have money, why didn't you put money into that school mm-hmm. to help push the program further? Mm-hmm. You know. Especially, especially alumni, you know, mm. but even the people outside of alumni that want to really see and talk this, oh, we got to stay black. We got to do this. And why are you not pushing that program and donate money? You know, all these um, big time um, record producers that are that look like us, mm-hmm. all these big time musicians that look like us, these movie stars that look like us, you know, put money into it. So mm-hmm. people like Deion don't have to go. Yeah. You know, help build the facilities. Help, and then if you can't, and, and not only that, put him in, in, in rooms with people who can put more stuff into the facilities. Because mm. you may have connections. Mm. You may have a contract with Coke. You may have a contract with, uh, you know, Nike or whoever. You know, put him in those rooms. Mm. You know, learn, learn how to network within what you have to build. So people like him don't have to go to Colorado unless mm. they want to go to Colorado. And then the other part of that is that sports sometimes collide with our our culture, our life, the things that we do. You know, here's one of those things that and don't get I want nobody to take this wrong, but I'm trying I'm just the only way I know how to say it. It's one of those things that it's a sports related thing, but it's also part of our culture related thing. And sometimes people outside of a culture just feel one way than the way we see it. And then they, they they'll make comments, oh he a fraud, oh he this and he that, because they don't they don't they don't feel like we feel it. You ever go into a room and you know you ain't never met the person you're like, it's another person look like you and y'all can communicate non-verbally. It's just something we have all the time. All, you know what I'm saying? Something we have is that connection. It's that it's that it's just part of our culture. And I think like some people outside of our culture won't understand that. You know that connection, that thing that we have. And then so when we see certain things, we feel it different than other people do. It's not to say you don't understand. I'll say you have any empathy. It's not to say that you cannot understand some of what we what we're talking about. But there's another level to it that we feel it different. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those situations where, <clears throat> you know, you split because you understand, like he has said, and I'm going to have to paraphrase him exactly what he said, something like he talked about, uh, you know, oh God, what he said, I think this is, uh, he talked about the opportunity of him leaving why he left. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to think how exactly how you put that thing. He said something like, um, God, my mind going blank. <clears throat> Man, what did he say? But anyway. If it comes to me, I'll bring it back up again. But anyway, you know, so my thing is like, he's trying to do what's best for him and his family and what's best for his staff. Mm-hmm. So I can't fault that. No, nope. I can't fault that. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to look at what he has already done. You got to add all those things together. You can't just look at, you can't just look at this one particular situation and say, oh, he'll sell out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, would you hope that he could stay and build? Yeah. I hope, I wish he could have. Now, 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 I, I will say this. Go ahead. 
do I think he could have done more? As in, as in, uh, uh, stayed around maybe a couple more years to uh, 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 facilitate a lot more movement in the HBCU mm-hmm. schools. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely yeah. think that. I, I think that he didn't hit the climax of what he could have accomplished at Jackson State. Right, right, right. But we still can't take away from the actual exposure and 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 limelight and attention that he brought to HBCUs that's been absent for twenty plus years. We we can't ignore yeah. that. Can't, we can't ignore can't. the light that he brought on HBCUs that has been ignored for years. Before Jackson, we... go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying before Dion got there. Mm. It, I mean, obviously, I knew Jeff about Jackson State. You knew about Jackson State, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm willing to bet majority of the world didn't know if Jackson State even existed. Right. So, so let's not let's not be fake mad now, and mm-hmm. and, and, and and irritated and upset that a man didn't stay for 25, 56 years like an Eddie Robinson. Right. Don't be mad at that. Here's my thing, and and this is what what drives me crazy about people. As other people put expectations on other people mm-hmm. and you can't do that you may have an idea of what a person might do might achieve might accomplish but to put expectations on another individual that is not yourself and then you get mad because they didn't live up to your expectations that you set on them like exactly how how, how are you mad Man, so why you graduated are you from jackson state hey word up you know you wouldn't be the first white boy that graduated from Jackson State. <laughs> Won't be the last. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I just think that um, prior to Dion, man, the only thing you knew about um, HBCU was the classics. Yeah. You know, when they had the Southern Classic, um, you know, when they had... Bayou Classic. The Bayou Classic, you know, the yeah. bands. Mm-hmm. Battle That's all of the you bands. knew. Battle yeah. of the bands, you know, and you knew fam, you know, fam, you because they used fam to come U, on Southern Grambling State. Yeah, they used to come on on regular TV sometimes. Oh, yes, you might know about Howard. Yeah, you know about Howard. You know, those are those are the ivories of a of the HBCU. So you know, you gonna know about Howard and places, you know, and schools like that, Clark down Atlanta. You know, mm-hmm. they, had, they you know stuff like that, but you, you didn't really know like Jackson State, Delaware State. You know, you don't think you knew about Alcorns because of McNair. Yep. You know, so it's like a lot of people say you might know about because of Jerry Rice, but right. it wasn't not HBCUs weren't well known like that. Right, right. So yeah, man. So we, I mean, I wish him the best in Colorado. You know, yeah. I, 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 I still root for him. Here's another thing that I think a lot of people aren't discussing. It's because they're taking their anger because he's not staying at HBCU. Let's remember that he's going to a power five where the numbers are so atrociously low on minority coaches. Right. So even when you thought it was a loss, he's still winning because he's doing something that's not done by a lot of people that look like him. Right. This is a lot of this is one part that I think is there that is 100 percent getting missed about his move from Jackson State to Colorado. Where they at? Where mm-hmm. are the minority coaches on that level? Can't count them up, y'all. First of all, David Shaw, who was at Stanford for many years, he's not even at Stanford no more. Mm-hmm. Kevin Sumlin, without a job. I mean, go down the list. What's my man in Notre Dame now? Uh, 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 Ty, Ty Willingham, that went yeah. to Stanford to Notre Dame, was a great mm-hmm. coach. Where's he at? 
all these other coaches that get chances and chances again, they're getting scandals, but then they get to go to another school and get a chance, and then they go and flip-flop to another school, and then they probably resume is damn near 10 schools deep. Right. But on that same level, the minority coaches, you might get one opportunity if you're lucky, two if you know the right people. Mm-hmm. So let's 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 be real about the situation. Deion Sanders is as much as he did and accomplished his mission in Jackson State, he's on another mission because now he's on a level where there's not a lot like him. Right. That look like him, period. Obviously, there's nobody like Deion Sanders. That's for one. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But this is but this is what what gives me pleasure in seeing him make this move is because now, as much as I was hurt that he left Jackson State, mm-hmm. just just look at the impact that he can take that he had in Jackson State and multiply that on a bigger level like the like this power five level. Imagine if he takes that impact from changing the views on HBCUs, bringing talent to HBCUs, not just player-wise, coaching-wise, but got attention to it. Now he can do that on a power five level. I think people got to look at this, this thing right here and be like, okay, that was a piece of the puzzle. Now Dion's looking at the bigger picture. If I do the same thing I did at Jackson State in three years, boy, what can I do with a lot of money and a lot of checks and a big budget <laughs> at Colorado? We got to look at this at the biggest biggest scheme of things. If that man he even does half of what he did in three years at Jackson State and does the same thing in Colorado, getting number one recruits, getting top five recruits, getting top coaches with a lot of great coaching history, they're getting paid. Getting guys with NIL deals, they getting money, mm-hmm. now, they, now, they, now they able to take care of mom and them, bring them. Because you got to remember, there's going to be a lot of players that look like Dion that's going to come from similar backgrounds as Dion where wasn't everything gravy. Mm-hmm. Now they got a chance to put food on the table, lights is on, roof overhead, clothes on back. And they ain't got to wait four or five years to take care of mom and them. We got to look at this at the bigger picture. We got to <clears> take <throat> your feelings out the situation. And yeah, I'm not happy he left Jackson State because I wanted him to be the Moses and take our people to the promised land and put the power back in the HBCUs and what it was was before all the power five started poaching all the talent. I would right. love for it to be like that. In the perfect world, it would be. But we got to look at this thing in a bigger situation. Deion Sanders, if he does literally half of what he did in the short amount of time that he did at Texas State on a power five level, that automatically changes the game. But I think the pressure's on immensely now. Oh, yeah. More than pressure's it was at Jackson State. Even more than what is Jackson State. Because now you're on power five level. Now you got to actually show that you can coach coach. Mm-hmm. But I think what's, what's going to do him well is because this is the game in college football. <laughs> no, that, that's how we don't start like that. I can't get a what up doing that. <laughs> what up, Ant? <laughs> Ant starting off just like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but check this out. If, if, if Dion. And this is why I think he's going to excel because in college football, 
It's about recruitment. And I'm telling you, Dion's going to be able to recruit the hell out of the whole nation. And I, he's not he's not obligated to one part of the nation. Dion rings bells across this whole 48 joint. Mm-hmm. You, you telling me Joyce ain't going to be ready to recruit, ready to go to Colorado, get in the block. you what, too, man. Get in the He on that side of... He on that side of um... Of the country, man, he might get a lot of them, um, Samoans and stuff out of Hawaii. Build that big, get that big line, build up. Damn, he can run the ball. You know, steal some of them people from you know, USC. Cause you know, a lot of them want to go to USC. Cause USC is the big team. You no, know, USC is. Oh man, USC is the mm-hmm. you know it's the place to be. But now, if you look at it from the standpoint, oh, but Deion is in Colorado, he might better stand some, steal some of them boys, um, out of Hawaii. Mhm. Hey, that's a good point. I mean that that. <laughs> oh, you already know that's gonna happen. Ant. Oh yeah, Travis Hawkins, uh, Travis Hunter. I'm sorry, the, yeah. the number one recruit he got last year. Trust me, he going with Dion. Mhm. First of all, this this move wouldn't have happened if Dion didn't didn't know if his players was gonna come with him. Mhm. He wouldn't if he knew Shador wasn't coming. If he knew Travis, nah, nah, nah. I can't make this move yet. They not ready. I'm not ready. Trust me. Them players is going with them. Oh, those yeah. those who those who want to accept the challenge of, of battling for 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 uh playing time. Because now that he's in Colorado, trust me, there's gonna be some commits. Matter of fact, I already heard there was a five star commit that already uh decommitted and like, nah, I'm going to Colorado. Mm-hmm. So it, it's already happening. So <laughs> I'm telling you, the the floodgates is about to open, and that's why I'm saying, look at this shit from the bigger picture about what he can do. But you know, I I, I wish him the best. Obviously, I thought it was a little bit premature, but overall, the big picture is, yo, I think he might really fuck up the game. I thought, uh, uh, damn Dabo Sweeney and 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 damn uh, Nick Saban was mad mad. Oh, they about to be mad mad because because <laughs> I, I may not got the same amount of money as you, but my boosters got their wallets open too. What's up? <laughs> the, I'm just saying the playing field is getting evened up. Mm-hmm. It's getting evened up. But anyway, let's move on uh, to some other NCAA news. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I forgot to say it too. Uh, fuck Davos Sweeney, fuck Nick Saban. <laughs> and fuck Nick Shine. <laughs> All right, got off my chest. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Hey. Crippled ass Nick Shine. Go ahead. <laughs> Crippled ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you ain't shit. Uh, <laughs> college football playoffs are set, man. College football playoffs are set. So December thirty first. Yeah, we heard we we we, we, uh, we heard people say that. At... I mean, here's the thing, man. I'm surprised they ain't trying to sneak Alabama in there. I ain't gonna lie, boy. I thought they did. I thought they I saw uh, TCU lose. I was like, oh, here come Alabama. Oh, like, oh hell! I thought <laughs> I saw it coming too. I was like, they gonna fuck around and put two loss Alabama in. There. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually but happy I, that they didn't. I am too. And I the reason too. why I'm happy that they didn't is because here's the thing: TCU went undefeated all year long, and you go into overtime. And and you lose by a field goal. Um, 
I, I can't. Yeah. If, if if it took overtime to defeat you, my that, here's that, my that, thing though, Lamar. That's not a bad that. loss though. That's not. I'm a not bad disagree loss. with you, but then uh, use that same logic. How do you let Ohio State in who get blown out? Mm. You know how you let how you how you rank them that high mm. as a blown out loss in the Big Ten championship. I mean, I guess their logic. I'm, I'm, I'm only assuming. I guess their logic is they, they gotta be go above a two loss Alabama, but then drop Alabama down, drop out, and drop Ohio State law um, down too. Well, my my initial feelings is once USC lost, I, that was for sure they're gone. Yeah, and, right, and yeah, then of course, that. and then of course with Ohio State at five, I'm like, okay, that automatically puts them in. Mm-hmm. And this and this and this is what I and this is why I liked how the NCAA had set up that schedule to have the Pac-12 on Friday. So then you already knew going into Saturday that either one of these teams <laughs> on the outside looking in was about to be in. So you you knew that it was either going to be Alabama or Ohio State automatically being in due to the loss of USC. You just knew that, right? I mean, but you look at I mean, and even going to what Ann said, I mean, you look at who they are playing. It was a possibility both of them was gonna lose because USC playing team they already lost to <gasps> in the regular season Utah who played them they play them tough. Mm-hmm. The same with Kansas State. Yeah, Kansas State is a tough is a tough matchup for people. Yeah, because they had a tough matchup with TCU the last time they they they, they played. Right, and, and if you look at Kansas State, always have a pretty decent team in football. Yep. May not they, they may not be like top top tier, but they're not at the bottom. They're right there in that middle that can beat anybody at any given time. Bro, you got to come to play. I grew up watching Kansas State pulling upsets all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they would steal people. They done it to Oklahoma. They done it to Missouri. Right. Oh, man. Done it to um, Texas A and M. Little nigga came from Kansas State. Yeah, there's Rose. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of his name. Yeah. But Kansas State is notorious mm-hmm. over my whole life of pulling upsets when they're not supposed to. Right. Always, and so T- man. And TCU, uh, and then I was watching the game at work, they they had time before regulation ended, and I wish they would have made an attempt to get in field goal range. Because the first mm-hmm. thing I said is like, damn, you go into overtime, you're leaving this door wide open, and Kansas State will bite you. And, right. and sure enough, it happened. So... <clears throat> But getting back to the actual rankings of, of the thing, I'm not mad that they, they kept TCU in it. You had a hell of a year. You stayed undefeated. It literally took overtime just to defeat you. And and Bama with the two loss, I get it. It makes more sense money-wise. But And I said this question to Nick last week. At one yeah, point, point there, you, Matt. Mm-hmm. At one point, do you stop making it be about the money and actually be about the best teams that been the best all year round? TCU's been one of the better teams all year round. Now, yeah. I, I hear, and I hear the comparison. If you put TCU and Bama on the field right now, neutral site, Alabama would probably win. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that. But at the same time, you can't reward them for losing two games. And 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 I'm with you on that. And that's why. You know and that's why. And that's why I said I'm perfectly fine with leaving Bama out. Yeah, one loss Alabama. Then you, got, I think you have a better argument because you got mm-hmm. a one loss Ohio State. You know, against a one lost Bama and one lost TCU. Yeah, you got a that's better a argument. conversation. That's a different yeah, conversation. They lost two games. And they weren't even in the conference championship. Yeah, yeah, they weren't in the conference championship. So I think all that is taken consideration. But 
I kind of had that same argument with Ohio State. You get blown out, you know, and you totally just drop right up under waiting for somebody to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they should at least drop two spots down. It's like it's almost like you you get you get rest. You don't have to play in a championship game, so you get rest. You know, you don't have to play nobody, so you get rewarded for not playing for losing and not and not playing. That's all my own thing with them. And it's not because of Ohio State. I mean, just just I don't think it's fair as as just looking at it from the standpoint of who it is. It's funny Ant says this because I was watching that game and I was like, they might get uh, Max Duggan the damn Heisman because that man literally was like giving it his all to win that game and that was like a Heisman like performance that he put on and maybe that's a, a lot good of question too Matt go ahead I'll let you finish that one though yeah and may, yeah I saw that question that you know I, I'll touch on that in, in just a second but like it gives all those voters a chance to see Max Duggan who they haven't might not have seen from TCU mm. um and and there's coastal bias when it comes to this Heisman voting shit so oh yeah it, it, it got it, it gave him a chance to see the guy and he mm-hmm. put on a Heisman-like performance. He really did. Literally put his team on his back. The dude was scraped up from the damn turf, was bleeding on damn near every form, and, and, mm-hmm. and Lear was gassed. It, like, gave it his all. So that was it, – it's funny Ant said that because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, boy, that, that boy might mess around and, and at least get him an invitation to New York for the Heisman. I, I think if um, USC would have won, Kayla Williams was shooting them losing might have gave Duggan that ch- a chance, open that door for Duggan. Other than that, who, who can you name that that really deserves the Heisman right now? It, I think it's such a wide open case, and I think there's going to be a, a a handful of candidates that can make a case to get invited. I mean, I, I still I still think you invite Caleb Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, you still invite him. I mean, I still think between him and Duggan, probably your your top. You know, they might um, try to throw my man in from Georgia. Stanson Bennett? Yeah. You know, because of what Georgia done, but I don't think he deserves it. I think Bryce Young still gets invited. Yeah, Bryce Young might still get invited. CJ Stroud, I think he's on the outside looking in, but I think he might get an invite. He had a couple of bad games this year, man. He did, but I mean. mean, So I I think that might have, and then I think getting blown out against Michigan kind of really just took him out. I think they'd have won that game. No, Boy, had a close loss. Because you think about his bad games were early in the season, people have forget about it. Yeah, you know, or a close loss or won that game. I think he'd have been invited. I think he kind of like look outside looking in now because he had a couple of bad games plus that blowout game against Michigan. Yeah, because like when you have big games and that are very unlike pretty on big moments, and you have a bad performance that that doesn't bode well That's, for you, right? Yeah. I get you on that, um, but but to Matt's question, I'm gonna put it back up here. Uh, Georgia for sure deserves mm-hmm. to be in there. Michigan deserves to be in there. Um, I mean, the, the only questions you got is Ohio State and TCU. I, I think too, man. Look at the season TCU had. Give it to them. Now you talking about either the best teams. I mean, who you gonna argue better? Maybe Alabama. Tennessee started to fall apart. Yeah, they lost they lost Hooker, but it still it still fell apart. To, to me, the only to me the only case that can that you can say has a, a a vote to go in there is Bama. Yeah. So That's so it. so at this. Case, talking about the best teams. 
The only thing you can say is maybe Bama. But I think what you have, I'm not, I'm not disappointed in what no. I what, what who's in there. You no. know, I think, I think they, they, they top, they your top ten, top five. You can't say those teams are not your top five. You know, you can argue one team here and there, but it's like Boise State. You know, I always bring up Boise State because Boise State to me is like that anomaly. It's like TCU is always going to kind of get, or teams like TCU are going to get a little um, criticism because of where they play. Mm-hmm. You know, but it doesn't mean they're not a great team. Same yeah. with, you know what I'm saying? Same with how Boise was. They didn't have the opportunity until that one year they played Oklahoma. You know, but outside of that, everybody can say we don't deserve to be in because they don't play nobody. They never really got a shot at, you know, winning a championship because of that. Yeah. But to, but to really answer the question, we're going to find out because if we get blowouts, then you weren't the best team that, that was supposed to be in there. Now, if we get some competitive games, one one possession games, then for sure we definitely got the uh, uh, better teams in there. Uh, I think so. I, I I think Ohio State. I, mean, I think that Bama is better than Ohio State. Ohio State lost a lot. I mean, won some close games. They could have lost. Could have lost. You know, I think I, I thought they would have been beat a couple of times. Had a close game with Purdue. Had a close game with Penn State. Um, it was another team. It was the Maryland over the Rutgers. One of them teams. They got a close game with them. So, you know, Ohio State had a couple of games, man, where they were close. And Bama losses were to Tennessee while they was rolling. Mm-hmm. And LSU. And LSU. You know what I'm saying? Who's a, a pretty good team. They're not, they're not the bounce that they should be in the top four, but they, they're they still a good team to lose to if you're Alabama. Yeah, but LSU stomped. Well, they play like Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, if... if just, just in the SEC by itself, you're looking mm-hmm. at LSU, Bama, and Georgia. And okay, you beat Bama, but you couldn't do nothing with Georgia. Like, it, so, so obviously Georgia's elevated over both Bama and LSU. Mm-hmm. But do you right now can if Bama and LSU played again, you say LSU would get a win again? I don't think so because that was a close loss. It wasn't like was they got blown yeah. out, right? So I, I don't know. It's it's. But at the end of the day, the only game that I see potentially getting blown out is TCU and Georgia, just because it's Georgia. What's TCU? And, I thought TCU and uh, Michigan and Georgia. And, oh, uh, oh, 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 you're right. You're right. Ohio right. State. My fault. My fault. My fault. Yeah. TCU and Michigan, and then you got uh, Georgia and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I will say this: Ohio State has the athletes that can match up with Georgia. Now. Uh, so here's the thing about Georgia. If you compare Georgia this year to, to last year, this defense do give up plays. They do. They give up. They give up plays. I I just think that they just play well as a team. They don't have those individual <laughs> players like they did last year. There's a few standouts, but you know what I'm saying not like it was last year. I think this team can be beaten. I mean, they give a lot of plays, so they can be beaten. They just happen to come out on the other side on in the win column. I, I hear you on that, but when you see Georgia's defense, the, the performance they did against Tennessee, it was phenomenal. The yeah. defense state that they had against LSU, phenomenal. 
I mean, they 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 they're beating who's supposed to be the top. Oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not debating. I'm comparing it this. I'm comparing oh, it, it, the defense this year compared this year to the last, last year. Oh, last oh. year their defense like shut down. Like was shut down. Oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Now they may not be as lights out, but they're still going to put in a lot of guys in the in the in the NFL draft again oh, yeah. this year on oh, defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe not to the amount last year, but Georgia is it, is is one of those things is. I'm looking at Ohio State's defense versus Georgia's offense. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, uh, Georgia has those tight ends who are size of defensive Man. linemen, and they, they run like no joke. and they run like deer. So uh, I'm looking what's at big, Ohio- what's the big tall black dude name? Okay. Oh. Yeah, but they got the uh, uh, number they got 18, McCulky. the big. Yeah, they got McCulky. They got um, Bauer. Bauer, too, right? Bauer yeah. and McCulky, the one he always throwing to. Then on the goal line, he throws to the big. The big old basketball player you got on there. Hey, why not? It, it, it I mean, automatic mismatch, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, the running game is not, it's pretty good. I mean, Georgia is a pretty good team. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying man, that. I just. But hold on, bro. But I see Ohio State potentially. That defense may hate, may not have no answer for them big boys, man. Mm-mm. I think they might get stomped out, dog. Man, if they try, look how Michigan passed on them. And they wouldn't make adjustments. That's the that's the key thing. That game was Ohio State didn't make adjustments. When it came in the game with one game plan, is try to stop the run because Michigan liked to run. Yeah. So then they line up all the people in the box, and then McCarthy just threw over them. And then the second half, they did not make that adjustments. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem I have with Ohio State and where they make that adjustments against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't you know what I'm saying that's the only thing I'm looking at. I don't think that's what messed them up with Michigan. I think it made that with Georgia. Or would Georgia get up on so so bad it's just over in the first quarter. First half, I mean. And 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 I and I and I see all these Buckeye fans on 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 the on the social media platform. They oh every everybody cut us out already. Well, we got reason to worry. <laughs> we got legitimate reason to worry and why y'all might get blown out because as much as 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 loaded as your offense is, and don't get me wrong, I think. It, oh it, dang! And you're an Ohio State fan too. I'm gonna have to block you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad. I think it. I think it is a bad matchup. Them big boys, them tight ends of Georgia is too big for 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 any defender y'all got on defense. And it's not like y'all defense has been lights out it's not i i when i think of ohio state first thing i'm thinking of is what's the what's the big dogs y'all got on offense what's their names we know about cj stroud Mar- we, uh, marvin marvin uh, Harrison Jr. Harrison, oh my god yeah. that that guy is what that guy what's is the, what's the other little receiver they got too they got another receiver over there. i can't think his name right now but but ohio state is not known for putting out offensive players in the draft they may get a, a few uh, defensive studs. Obviously, they had Chase Young. They had the Bosa boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they. But primarily, Ohio State's defense has been one stud and some solid players around them. <laughs> I mean, that's just how their defense has always been built. It's a stud that's going to be a, a top five pick. And yeah, some, uh, Bravo and, and, and uh, Spielman. And who else they had out there? Akuda. Um... That's my man name. It's another corner they had. They put that's in the NFL now. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, award for Cleveland. Yeah. 
Uh, but but you're right. I mean, you know, Ohio State usually have a decent defense, but they they, they be, they usually be big up on front, up on offensive line, have a stud of running backs, you know, and wide receivers and wide receivers. Because you know, you look at the running game they had coming out of there. You had um, how oh, I can I see his face and everything. Uh, El, Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. You Eddie know, George, Eddie George, Eddie George. Um, can't forget about Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin, it's only you know. two-time Heisman, right? So they always had a great running game. Yeah, you know, crazy ass. Um, um, Maurice Claret, Maurice Claret. Yeah, you know they had they had running backs. I mean, even on um, my man now, this uh, uh, Sermon, he was mm-hmm. he had pretty decent. You know what I'm saying so they have decent running back. Like this year, I don't think they running game is um as good as it, it, it used to be. Yeah, you know, it's okay, but it's not like it used to be. And so it's like it's kind of like Ohio State is taking a step has taken a step down. Now I mean I don't think they far down, but it's like they're taking a step down. But they what you used to seeing on Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it I don't know, is it coaching? Is it day? What? I think it's I think it's uh, different philosophies because when you look at Georgia, they they're usually uh, their studs on the offense are usually going to be wide receivers, running backs, and they have a you know a solid quarterback. Yeah, not a Heisman, but a solid quarterback. Yeah, solid quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they got studs across the whole defensive uh, side, just clearly on every level, studs everywhere. So you look at that philosophy and. Yeah, you may have studs on the offensive side of Ohio State, but when your talent is matched on the defensive side with your opponent, it, it, it's pretty much even. That's a stalemate. So that's why I'm looking at Georgia's offense versus Ohio State's defense, and I'm like, well, damn. Maybe and Georgia been kicking off some good running back last what three four years. Yeah, yeah. Sony Michelle, um, Nick Chubb, John J. Swift. Oh, hell, uh, Ty Gurley, Ty Gurley, right? So they've been kicking out some running backs. Yeah, they, so they, they, they had. I mean, they, they ain't had a good quarterback to Stafford to me, but you know. <laughs> I mean, Stafford's probably the only only quarterback <laughs> from from Georgia in a while that's right. worth a damn. But I mean, there's not a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks that's worth the damn either that come into the NFL. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> so so uh, um. I mean, it's it's that that right there, that matchup right there has the potential to get a blown out. Now that Michigan TCU matchup might, might be a little bit closer matchup because TCU's defense is is they're not stout, but they're competitive as hell, um, and and they're physical, and they're right, going to be they're going to be matched up with a physical Michigan offense. So you got physicality versus physicality. We know what that turns out. That turns into what Jr. in WWE in the days would say, "We all go to old slobberknocker," you know. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Hey man, hey, you gotta know when to flip the motherfucking switch, dog. (laughs) But, But I mean, is. That matchup right there between TCU and Michigan, I think that one's going to steal the show for sure. Oh yeah, that 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 matchup right there is going to be a physical, good old drag out, pure college football fight. 
How you like your chances, man? Hail to the victory. Man, I think I think Michigan got a good chance of winning. I mean, they play like they've been playing, and um, you know they can get that run established. I hate that um, that Blake Corum is not going to be able to play. Yeah, you know, I mean, Donovan Edwards been running, been running. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's I a like, contributor. I like the fact I would like it with uh, Blake uh, Blake Corum and Edwards playing. You know, but you know, I think I think um. The uh, running threat of uh, McCarthy, and you know he hitting everybody, man. The tight ends, schoolmaker, you know, all the tight ends getting getting uh, chances out there. So I like the fact that he's hitting everybody. He's spreading the ball around, stopping the run. The defense is playing as a, a, a cohesive team. You know they're getting sacks in, so I think they can add pressure to the quarterback, stop him, holding the field goals, establish that run. Cause you know, like I said, McCarthy is a, a dual threat. Mm-hmm. You know, he can run the ball, he can pass the ball. He just can't. He just can't make those mistakes when he rolls out and try to create, take sacks, or try to create and throw interceptions. As long as he don't do that, I think Michigan got a good chance. Boy, y'all gonna be in for a fight, dog. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> y'all yeah. gonna be in for a fight. And they gotta stop trying to stop kind of winning in the second half. Beat them, beat them early. You know, that's second half crap, man. I hate that. Beat them early. Hey, so so what what does it do for Harbaugh if he if he uh makes a deep championship run or wins a championship run? What what does it do for Harbaugh? I think that takes some of the pressure off of him. You know, he beat Ohio State twice in a row. That's always he good. Went, <laughs> he went to the playoffs last year, although yep. he got blown out by Georgia, he still went. You know, and you, you, now it's the second year in a row you go to playoffs, and if you win it, you know that 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 solidifies your uh, your legacy right there, Harbaugh. Harbaugh's legacy is solidified right there. But mm-hmm. a, a win is solidified. You know, I think I think if he loses against Georgia again, he won't lose his job, but it won't solidify his legacy. You know. that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I I think he at least needs to get to the national championship game. Yeah, he needs to do that. Right. Uh, just just I, I mean, even though I don't, you know, and, and you kind of give me an insight on what's going on up there in Ann Arbor, and, and mm-hmm. it's pretty much going to be hard for him to lose his job. Um, but I think if he if he at least gets the national championship, it keeps him likely to stay in Michigan instead of being enticed to another bigger job. Because right. I think I think. To me, the only thing that uh, I can see probably, and not saying that Michigan is a bad gig, obviously is, is probably one of the most uh, sought after football coaching gigs in college football. But I think the only move up for him is an SEC school. I don't know which one. Maybe uh, when Texas is there in SEC, maybe. Because that's always a big name school to, to go there. Uh, that might be a, a possibility, but I think him going and having a deep playoff run that ensures a couple more years for him. That's like, all right. So I now that he, I know, he goes to the NFL. I can't see him going to SEC. You think he go back? I don't think he goes. He's back a, to he's, the NFL, a, he's a he's a blue, he's a Big Ten guy, man. Through and through, playing the Big Ten, family established in Ann Arbor. I just don't see him leaving the Big Ten. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, I say if he leaves somewhere, I see him going to the NFL. Yeah. 
Well, at first I was thinking like, nah, I don't know. Because a lot of people say that he wore it as welcome in, in the NFL. And his style re- really wouldn't translate yeah. again. And and they ain't stop they ain't stop uh Chucky for trying. Hey, and, he and, stayed, and, he, stayed, he stayed out for 10 years. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> that literally what popped into my head will make me think twice about it because I'm thinking, well, they gave John Gruden another opportunity. They gave him a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, how big is the stupid ass Raiders, but <laughs> they know we're doing stupid stuff. However, However <laughs> he stayed he out for 10 years, bro. And got 10 years. That's a long time to be away from, from football. Well, that's, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot can, that can change in the game. A lot of stuff changed, man, since you coached in 10 years. I mean, three years, it, it changes. Mm-hmm. You talking about 10 years, man, players not the same. Think about the young people you know now. You know what I'm saying? And think about coaching them the same way you coached 10 years ago. It, 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 different mindset. Different way of thinking. And you know different motivations. And you know what's crazy? The game's changing right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people aren't paying attention to this. Even with quarterback play. That yep. stand back in the pocket, Tom Brady shit. Yeah, that's going away. It's going away. It's all about the mobile quarterback. Even just it's all about RPOs. Uh, uh, hell, uh, Carson. Uh, uh, not, um, no, I didn't say Carson win. I no, cut no. this shit off now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I saw it last night. Joe last Burrow. Joe Burrow was was yeah. was mobile. Got a rushing mm-hmm. touchdown. I mean, it, it's so it's not just the stigma, of just the black quarterbacks being mobile. No, it's the quarterback position quarterback where you must have mobility. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, mobile. You hear that? You hear that, Jared Goff? <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, look, Jared Goff is doing well for y'all, but guess what? He's 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 you of the last time breed. He's a relic. He's a relic. He's a relic. For real, so, I, mean, I mean, it is. And that's that's what that's why I can't get Lion fans to see. You know, they keep looking at, well, you know, they winning and this and that. That's still you, you trying to build something for the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can't you can't take this re- dinosaur and try to bring him into the, the 21st century. It's it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? It's like let him be a bridge to someone that's a part of the new era. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that. Ryan Tannehill has some mobility. Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota, mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, Lamar Jackson, uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I mean, go down the line. Shoot, uh, uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, literally, uh, it's the offense is moving to. We must have a mobile Tua. quarterback. I mean, even Tua, you can tell what you want. He still has mobility. Yeah, because it, it's these defensive linemen are getting faster and faster. Yeah, you got to move. <laughs> you got to move. You got to move. You can't sit there in the pocket like that no more. I mean, I mean you, you, if you think about the quarterbacks in the NFL, majority of them are mobile quarterbacks. The ones that are not, you know what I'm saying, are the ones that are on losing teams. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I think um, Jim Harbaugh won't go to the NFL. I, I know he coached Kaepernick at that point in time. But and here's the thing, though. I tell started. you, though, if you look at when he first started out, with, he had K McAmer and he mm-hmm. had JJ um, McCarthy. He didn't want to play JJ McCarthy because of the mobility thing. He didn't want to play him. He thought that uh, that K was a better quarterback because K fit the style that he used to. Mm-hmm. The best thing that happened in Michigan was McAmer getting hurt. Getting hurt. Yep. Well, he was forced to have to put McCarthy in, and now look, 
Now he sees how the mobility uh, a mobile quarterback works. He's he's seen the newer style works. Now they call it calling plays to help, you know, with the how the mobile with the mobile quarterback. So I think that's the best thing that happened to him, which will translate him understanding the NFL. Or where the game is going. Yeah, where the game is going. Yeah. I mean <coughs> Yeah, a little bit, Ant. <coughs> New batch. <coughs> I see. Yeah. But no. <coughs> oh, that's the batch, not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. I smoked too much to catch COVID, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, I we'll, we'll see what happens with hardball. Well, we, December 31st. Don't yep. forget, make sure y'all watch some games. I mean, we're going to be tuned in. I know Mel is. As Michigan takes on TCU and Georgia tries to buck the Buckeyes. Um, hey, real quick before we get into NFL, I, I, I just got to say it. So the men's national team, again, <laughs> gives us this hope and lets us down. <laughs> gives us hope. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe it. And then you uh, 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 let me clear my throat. Uh, <laughs> man. And I was, the crazy thing is about when I was watching that game, the opportunities that the offense got and just didn't capitalize. Literally two minutes in the game, Pulisic literally had the opportunity to get an early goal and have right. all the momentum. Right. And miss. And got and got his shit blocked. And I'm just like, oh, that was an opportunity that 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 was that was gonna set the tone. And then seven minutes later, they 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 give up the goal because of bad defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, it, look, I'm not a I'm not an expert in soccer, but damn it, that defense, the, the way that the defense was playing, I know good and damn well that that was bad defense. I know the man, that the man's soccer team be dick teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Show you the pussy, you don't want to get you <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, straight strip tease, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, bro. It's like going into the VIP room knowing you ain't about to get no pudding. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I paid for this pussy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, they disappoint, right? Because it, you gotta, you get on the World Cup stage. You gotta capitalize on those things when those opportunities come. And and not only did you not get the goal, you turned around and played terrible defense and allowed a goal, and now the momentum that you had that was on your side automatically just flipped right over to the Netherlands. And the right. thing is. Going into the matchup, we knew the Netherlands were the better team. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when you don't capitalize on those goals, it makes it makes the challenge that much harder because they're better than you. And you right. didn't capitalize and get the lead. And, and now that just doesn't become the physical part of the game. That comes the mental part of the game. Mm-hmm. Now you tapping into that. And when you don't capitalize that, 
man, right when I knew that they didn't score, and then they let up the one the one goal, I was like, there it goes. It's over. It's there over. It goes. It's over. Mm-hmm. And then and then the late goal before the half ended, I'm like, oh, it's over for sure. <laughs> it was just terrible defense, man. Right. And luckily, they get the goal in the second half, and I'm like, all right, this is a glimmer. And it didn't instantly went away when they let the third go in. I'm like, yep. there they go. US being US. Yep. Time to turn my phone <laughs> off and, and turn on the Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily it was on Saturday. I got some time to turn on some football. <laughs> American football. Damn this international football. Because these boys just they they just they just <sighs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> And oh, said, I, he said, "This is why men's soccer is not big in the U.S." <laughs> hey, man. But check this out, mm-hmm. and this is why I will die on this hill. Yeah. This is why I will die on this hill and and scream at the mountaintops repeatedly. The U.S. women's soccer team deserves equal pay as the men's national team. Okay. I can make an argument for more. But at least let's start with equal. Because every four years... Hello. They win. All right? Mm -hmm. That's why they deserve equal pay. And I can make an argument uh, more. But uh, let's uh, just start with equal. Uh, 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 WNBA don't talk any idea. No, 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 no. We no, no. We ain't lumping no. y'all. <laughs> we, ain't y'all lumping. <laughs> we, we ain't lumping y'all. <laughs> we talking about I, I, one. I hear, y'all, I hear y'all holler. Let me let y'all. Let me <laughs> nah, shut nah, that nah, down nah. now. Yeah, shut it down. We <laughs> <laughs> bang on y'all now. Click. <laughs> no. <laughs> this ain't for y'all. <laughs> right. What up, Kofi? This, this part of the conversation ain't for y'all. Yeah, What's y'all. up, Kofi? Shout See out to the out. Dirty Hills. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that same door you walked in, walk right back out. Right, right. <laughs> so this ain't this part of the conversation ain't for y'all. We talking about the women's national soccer team of US of A deserve equal pay as the men, if not more. Because every four years that they play, we we ain't we ain't talking about you know, appearing, you know, with them, we ain't talking about missing the World Cup like the men did four years ago. We ain't talking about that because the women's national soccer team are the number one and are the favorite in every World Cup Mm -hmm. because they win World Cups. They deserve equal, if not more money. And it's a shame that every four years, this men's national soccer team keep disappointing us and don't even put on the same amount of quality or or competitiveness as the women do, and they fall short every time. They don't. They disappoint every time, and they are abysmally bad at bad times. We don't have those problems with the women. Pay them. Pay them. Pay them. Pay them. I don't want to add this discussion no more with y'all motherfuckers. Right. Pay them. I agree right. with you, man. I agree. Don't let us ride up and ride on you. <laughs> you ain't paying them. <laughs> Pay these women. All right? So, and, and 
Oh, yeah. yeah I, I knew they were ranked better than the, than the women. In, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, than the men's national team. I know. But they, they, hey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kobe, you wild. <laughs> Look, Matt, I know the Netherlands were the better team, but that's why it matters. That's why it matters. That's not LaCour. <laughs> Watch how y'all talk to us. <laughs> but no. Hey, let's move on because I think everybody's ready to talk some American football. Week 13. Man, we had some crazy matchups. Crazy. Good some good games. Um, hey, go ahead. Go ahead, brag on your squad. They they did your thing. Go ahead. Uh, man, they played pretty good, man. Second time they played a complete game. You know, defense played well, offense played well. Um, Swift showed up. You know, fifteen. Y'all put forty burger on them boys. Shoot, um, um, DJ Chart showed up. I saw y'all gave one target to J Mo. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, he's out here just trying to get some reps, getting slowly getting put back into the game. You know, into the, uh, into the scheme. You know, to the Florida game. I, I ain't really worried about him right now. You know, people see J-Mo, see J-Mo. Man, let, let the man get a few here, a few there, because you don't want him to get hurt again. Yeah, I'm in Ron St. Brown's having St. a St. Brown, game. man, he is a dog. Bro, yeah. they ran they ran him out in the backfield. They ran him, you know, hit him across, uh, 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 going across the middle. Touchdowns. I mean, my man is balling. The offense yeah. is clicking. Yeah. Offense is clicking. I mean... I like, yeah, but but I can't front on y'all defense the last few weeks. Y'all been kind of stand out, man. James Houston from Jackson State, bro. Mm-hmm. Debuted against Buffalo, got two sacks, got another sack. Um, yes, uh, Sunday. Yeah, my man balling, bro. Now here's the thing. Now you got to make a decision next year. What you gonna do with all them defensive tackles you got? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got Romeo Crow who ain't played. You got Levi Onsariki who's been hurt. Um, There's gonna be some odd man now. <laughs> you gonna? Have, I, I, I mean, you know me. I'm about I'm about business. Cut cut the fat. Mm-hmm. You know, cut the fat. You got two picks in the first round. Looks like you might get the second or third pick thanks to the Rams. Appreciate you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then you yeah, got the two terrible man. Two picks in the second round. So I mean, you got. Some high picks you can get some players, and plus you're gonna have a nice salary cap, uh, nice money in your salary cap to get some veterans in there. Got some money to spend, man. That defense can turn around quick, bro. Yeah, quickly. I mean, you get the you you hit on some picks, you hit on some picks next year. You know, Will Anderson or uh, my man out of Georgia, Jalen. Um, forgot his last name. Let uh, me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, your defense is improving. And and you're saying add some pieces to your defense. Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Glenn still the coordinator of that defense next year? That's the thing. So if I'm looking at it from a Lions perspective, I think he will be. Okay. Because the defense turned around. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I think he will be. And I think that um I think that if you look at what they have now, what they've been doing, Kirby Joseph emerging. Rodrigo been balling all year. 
I love Rodrigo, bro. Um, you looking at um Tracy Walker be back next year? What, what you gonna do? Uh, with Chase Chase Lucas? No, he been injured. He develops. You got um uh Hutch Hutch on on the line. You got um um James Houston. Then you got uh what's the big white boy name? God, dog, his name. He nice too. Oh God! So you got at least four, uh, and and, and Lee McNeil, mm-hmm. big boy in the, in the middle. Um, you still got Isaiah Bugs. You know, you go, are you gonna keep him? I I like I like what Bugs been doing for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So if you keep him, you got them two big guys in the middle. You add another defensive line, another another corner, and a nice linebacker. And throw a veteran in there. That defense is. I, I think for, I put that defense against a lot of people. The I, offense clicking. I, yeah, the offense is clicking. And you guys are starting to do what we kind of predicted. Because I think we said, what, eight, nine wins? You're mm-hmm. not far off. You're five and seven. Well, I said six or seven. Yeah, but either way, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're starting to reach the the mm. the predictions that we all predicted, which you, what the Lions were supposed to do. And so uh, – I think, and, and, and LaCour brought up a good point. I mean, you guys were, were getting your ass kicked by injuries. Crazy mm-hmm. injuries. Yeah, that's true. On both sides of the ball. And, and and but majority of it was on your defensive side and your offense maintained kind of the same uh, uh, fluidity as it did all season long. It's been a consistent part of your team. I'm going to speak to, you said I want to speak to something else LaCour said, but go ahead. But it it's... Just got to give them credit. I mean, it, they're, they're starting to, you know, not use the injuries as a reason not to perform yeah. of what the expectations were set. And I think now that you're getting healthy, that's also helping as well. So uh, go ahead. Here's the thing. I hear a lot of people, a lot of people, especially Lions fans, say they need to get a quarterback. I don't think you should, I don't think they should take their first pick and get a quarterback. Because, okay, here's the thing. Who are you going to get? Because Houston probably gonna get a quarterback. They picking first. There's no way they picking second. There's no way. I don't see Houston winning two more games. They gotta win. They got. I mean, they gotta lose. I mean, they gotta win what two or three more games? Because the Rams won got three already. Mm-hmm. The Rams, Rams got three games. So that means Houston got at least lose four games. So they could be one. You know, saying so the Rams could be one above them. I don't see that happening. I don't see them. I don't see them. Houston win another game, maybe one. So he's gonna get the number one pick. If they sitting Davis Mills down, they getting a quarterback. So they probably gonna get Bryce Young. Hmm. CJ Stroud kind of disappointed me, so I don't know if I want to get Stroud. I, I definitely want Richardson. Richardson need to stay in Florida and develop some more. Oh yeah, big time. You know, I think he. I think if he develops more, he'd be a great quarterback. Right nah, now, he, he's not. Nah, he, he needs another year in college. He ball. needs another year in college. I tell you who's 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 um my man out of Washington, uh Michael Pence. I think his name is Pence. Yeah, 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 no, no, Pence, Pence Jr. because he used to play at Indiana. I think I think he is is a, is a dark horse. A left. He's somebody you you can get you can get him in the late rounds. You can have him sit under a uh, golf, learn, teach him. You're not using the top pick for him, so you got to pay him top money when his when the contract come up. You still got you got a backup. You got him. You can get your defense built up. You know, get you a couple of pieces on the line for backups. 
and you smooth. I think that's the way to go. Instead of sending your top pick on a quarterback that if you're going on a projector this way, once you start a, a rookie quarterback, you're going to go back some because he has to get in the floor of the game. Young ain't coming in lighting it up. Stroud ain't coming in lighting it up. You still got money that you owe Jared Goff. So all those pieces to me is like, why waste on a, on, a, on a top quarterback? Get somebody like my man from Washington. Um, you can or get him got, in like in the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, you give him the fourth or fifth round. Set, let, him, let him sit and learn, develop. Now you got you a young quarterback coming in. You can develop. You got your pieces on defense. You got a few pieces that you might have missed on special teams and offense. You got a nice, solid team. Get you a couple of veterans in there. You looking smooth. And you got a quarterback waiting in the rings. That's how I, I think that's what you should do. I don't think you should get Stroud and all that. So you saying pretty much go like a uh, a Jordan Love route, but not go so high up in the first round like Jordan yeah, Love. Yeah, but better skills than Jordan Love. Yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, people been raving about Jordan Love, the way he's been playing in in, uh, in his appearances this year. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, look, at, either way, either way, either route that, that Detroit goes, um, you know, <laughs> I <ain't> even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, when when you got cap space and you got high and you got a lot of draft picks and, and a lot of them are in the high higher rounds, um, that bodes well for you because that that can help bolster uh, your improvement a lot quicker and gives you the talent so you can start matching up with these teams in NFL and those one possession losses can easily be one possession wins for you. Right. Right. Because your talent is starting to match up with other teams. Cause I think the coaching is there. Um, I know there's some criticism of, of Dan Campbell being so risky, but I think he's being, but he's kind of mellowed out though. You look at how you mellowed out as the year went on, he's taking the points we need to. Well, well, because I think at the same time he's getting, oh, the wow. production. I think he's getting a certain production out of, the team that he mm-hmm. might not was getting in the first half of the season. Right. So that's why he's not taking so many uh, what, what, uh, what, what, risk what, or chances, you know, so sign and trade for Lamar Jackson. And put the, <laughs> he's on pay for the Ooh. 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 Bro. Got mm. escalates the team. I mean, she may, if um, the Baltimore take Jared Goff, we'll do that. Yo, I, <laughs> Lamar Jackson on Detroit. I didn't even think of that. Ooh, because you don't really need too many pieces on offense. You don't. I think they need a, a legit tight end, but you don't really need too many pieces on offense. Not the way they run this offense. Tight end that, and and get you some O line. Get you like get you some backup O line for a little injury because you're gonna have to do something with Big V. He got injured again. So you're gonna have to cut him and get somebody to, as a permanent replacement for him. So you're gonna have to get somebody, a couple of backup um, ta- um, guards and tackles. Then well, that's a defense. That's all you really need is defense. Mm. Oh, I forgot to say it. I forgot this part too. Fuck the Commanders. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I actually, I actually don't like that. I, I, I actually, um, I'm sorry, I, I don't mind that Lamar right. Jackson in Detroit. I actually, I actually think that makes a lot of sense because the fact that you have uh, so much uh, cap space and you have, um, 
all these draft picks, if you go ahead and just, you know, get your quarterback, and, and obviously Lamar is going to need the contract, so mm-hmm. go ahead and, and, and pay him. But then you can literally focus on improving the needs that you actually have, which is O line, no, Matt, no, O line, tight end, and defense. So right. you can address all of that in the draft. And you, oh, a you, line, definitely a linebacker. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you wouldn't necessarily have to use your cap space on improving your team. So then mm. you would literally the cap space that you would have was pay Lamar, and then you would still have cap space left over. But you wouldn't have to be necessarily going in free agent and filling those gaps, yeah, unless you too, got, um, um, unless you got a veteran that's willing to take a veteran minimum. He said something too that um, I like to bring up too. Well, go ahead. What I'm saying, get the veteran minimum, maybe, but you wouldn't have to use all your cap space to improve your team in the offseason because you got all these picks. Go ahead and get all the young talent and scoop it up, put it in the building, and then you can. Like you talking about turning around? I mean, why not? They love running the ball. It's not well. D- Detroit's been a real balanced team mm-hmm. um, because when DeAndre Swift get going, Jamal Williams get going, um, especially in the red zone, that's Jamal Williams time. Uh, imagine, so, but imagine now you have to look out for Lamar for Jackson. Jackson to run, or they're gonna get you, you put in. If you put in Williams in the backfield, it's not an automatic gonna hand the ball to Williams because Lamar might run. Yeah. So yeah, or, or play action or bootleg. Or play action, right? All that is available in the red zone, and for you to get points and keep your team in the game and win those one position games. I like the move. It's actually now that I'm thinking about it, that's actually um, sh- shit. If 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 I'm um, I agree with you, Lacour. If if I'm your boy, uh, 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 what's your GM? Brad name? Holmes. Brad, Brad Holmes. Holmes. I would I would seriously consider it. Um, because hey, I got Danny Dines, man. You don't need Lamar. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I but, but LaCour said something that I've been I've been talking about for a while too. What's that? So I hear, I hear all these people talking about, oh man, we need to start Jamo. We need to start Jamo. When Jamo gonna play? But the way Jared Goff throws, you're not gonna unlock the full potential Jamo because he cannot throw the ball more than forty yards accurate. So the user they're gonna have to use them in like, you know, crossers, quick slants, and let them get that yak yard because of speed. But if you have like a a quarterback like Lamar that can just throw that ball downfield, now you really can take the top off of defense. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dimes. <laughs> Come on, hey, hey, New York, y'all gonna resign Danny Dimes, man. Watch. <laughs> y- y'all gonna resign Danny Dimes. Watch. <laughs> yeah, got, that's not bad. Uh, I like that, liqueur. And if you can make it work, man, hey. If, if, if Detroit can make it work, make I'm with it. Work. it. You know what I'm saying? Jared Goff and, and two second rounds and a. Mm, okay. Last one to the Saints. That's not a bad. That's not bad either. I'll think he's a quarterback. Mm, I don't know. Let me call Browns right now. <laughs> he would have the more established and better defense. 
Got a better, got a better defense. You got Chris Olave down there. Chris Olave got Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Uh, but they got to find find something to do with Michael Thomas. I you might trade him. They need to cuddle. Trade him a cuddle. Nah, 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 nah. You 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 try to find whatever value he has left, and then I mean, you, you, you I mean, trade him first. I mean, yeah, trade yeah. him is always the first option. But I'm saying if you can't trade him, you yeah, don't need you to keep look, him. Like, that's my point. You don't need to keep him. You know he he he's not doing nothing for your he team. He played in almost damn in three years now. Yeah, so it's either if somebody take him, you trade him, get to get some value for him. If you, nobody take him, cut him. I don't like him to say because then what you gonna because you got they 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 already kind of invested in Trey Lance. Hey hey, uh, he, he, here's my prediction: Tom mm-hmm. Brady leaves Tampa Bay and he's going to San Francisco for his final year with the Go 49ers. Back home. Go back home to California. That's my prediction. Because he's from that here. part of California. He's in the Bay Area. He's from the Bay Area, right? I grew up California. a Niners fan. All right. Uh, just, just to, just to put that final dagger in his career, just to say, hey, I played with the my team, my favorite team. Now Trey Lance is going to stay. They ain't, ain't Trey Lance, buddy. No, Trey Lance is going to stay, but he's going to learn under uh, Tom Brady for one year, and then it's Trey Lance's team because. Um, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Jimmy G injury in a second, but I uh, I think there's a lot of quarterback movement next year. Um, but but yeah. hey, good win from from the Lions. Um, Jags, I can't I can't trust them no more. They too up and down for me. I don't I don't even I don't even know. Um, uh, but it, let's let's move on to Jets and Vikings. It was another good game. Another good game. <laughs> um, I think the Jets did. Looking at how that game turned out, I know that the um, the Jets lose the game, and uh, Mike White didn't play the best game. But what I think part of is Minnesota, though, man. Well, go ahead. Yeah, this is true, but but I think the reason why the move to him over uh, Zach Wilson and why I think it solidified is because that was a, that was a different Jets team. I think if uh, Zach Wilson was playing that game, that's a blowout by Minnesota. I think it's a complete blowout. That team kept fighting. They mm-hmm. fought hard. They had their opportunities to win the game. Fell short. But I think it was the fight it, that I saw in that team. And I think we've all played enough uh, team sports to understand is when you play for your teammate. And they were playing for Mike White. He didn't play the best, but they kept fighting, kept fighting. And I think if Zach Wilson was in that game, I think that's a complete ass whooping by Minnesota. Um. So, I'm okay with the move that they did. Um, Justin Jefferson continues to prove why he's the best in the game right now. Uh, I'm, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, damn good man. What can you do with this guy, man? Oh my gosh, what do you do with Justin? What do you do with Mr. Gritty? What do you do with that guy? You don't. You can't do nothing with him. Um, Vikings got smart. Got Dalvin Cook more involved in the in the in the uh, right. In in the in the game about damn time like geez what's up Alex like come on like, about time uh so uh oh we oh how the hell we got a Giants and the Commanders fan in here and y'all talking football when y'all motherfuckers tired man what is this what are we doing tying what is this bullshit kick it chicken with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> What is this shit? I can't get you with this shit. <laughs> yeah, Sauce still haven't given a TD. 
Come but on, I mean, man. Why, why we we got to do something about these ties. Games are not meant to end in ties, man. What is this? I hate ties. Come on, NFL. Come on. What are we doing? Come on, Matt. Have your fun. Have your fun. <laughs> Nobody wanted to win. Yeah, nobody wanted to win. They <laughs> should just put Carson Wentz in and go ahead and lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, competitive game, though. Uh, both defenses yeah. were getting after it. Uh, those oh, front yeah. four for both teams. And oh, Leonard yeah. Williams didn't even uh, – he missed a good chunk of the game. Uh, man, that was, that, was, that was some old school 1980s football. Right. You know, that was that was some some and, and you saw how the Giants did the uh, throwback jerseys and they painted the uh, the end zone red like back in the 80s, too. So that was that was like <laughs> that had some like some LT vibes on it and they sprinkled it a little bit on there. But it was a defensive game. Um, you mean, uh, where they sprinkle? No, nah, I'm just, you know, you said LT, <laughs> you said LT and sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we baby. <laughs> Spring on man, baby. Spring on man, baby. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no. I look. I know. I know the offense wasn't great, but uh, that 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 was that was literally some 1980s NFC East football, and they were going at it. Um, a a. I was waiting for like, yo, who's gonna make the first big mistake and give the team short field and this game is over. But they kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um I, I mean, I've been sleeping on Terry McLaurin. Uh Scary yes, Terry, man. Scary Terry is something something different, man. I think we need to start <laughs> look. I'm not saying Terry McLaurin is one of the best wide receivers, but at, you know, like top five. But we got to start putting up there. He got to start creeping towards top 10. I think we got to start putting a little bit more respect on Terry McLaurin's name. I think he's nice, man. He, he, hey, nice. he, 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 he got the contract money before the year and he's, he's showing he deserved it. I, at mm-hmm. least right now. I, uh, I mean, he, he we got to start putting some respect on scary Terry and put him in top 10, man. The, 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 the dude is, uh, did you see the game that he had in uh, in Indy a couple of weeks back? So he's from Indianapolis, and he has a high school uh, legendary career, legendary career in Indiana, and he balled out against the coach. Literally was Moss and Cats. Moss, Stephon Gilmore, <laughs> matter of fact. You know? Oh, yeah, I agree he, with that, too. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with putting Amaran St. Brown closer to the top 15. He's been balling out. Uh, last year and this year, so yeah, uh, he, he, you know, so I, I think people need to start putting respect for him on top ten. Well, obviously, Anthony, you're gonna feel that way. You're a Commanders fan, right? You're, you're supposed to uh, rep for your boy, but I'm just saying, like on the outside world, that don't that that aren't Commanders fans. Uh, well, I have him on my fantasy team, and so you know he's been balling like a mother this year. And I fucked around and had him on the bench last night, and that you know doomed and sealed my fate uh had i had him in i would have won my matchup uh he, so he 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 put up almost like 25 points but he's been doing that on a consistent basis man he's been balling right. uh and, and of course he's heineke's number number one target so 
Uh, he's going to get his targets, and and man, people people start putting respect on damn scary Terry. Um, Steelers Falcons, uh, hey, nineteen sixteen Falcons failed again to capitalize. They failed again to capitalize on a, on a trash conference or I'm sorry, trash division that they got, and they would right. be at the top of the league. They'd be leading the division. Yeah, they'd be at the top. But nope, again, two K business. Um, Steelers are just trying to find a way to get back to 500. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it by the by the end of the year. But hey, always. I just, uh, want, to, I just want to say, I said at the beginning of the year that they won't have a winning season, and I was beat up on, talked about. And everything else. <laughs> so, I just want to say. By who? Uh, not, hey, come on. I, the Giants I that. and Commander oh, oh. fans. Oh. I just want to say. They was talking mess. And once again, a nigga was right. Peace. <laughs> um, Packers get the win in Chicago 28-19. Uh, I'm going to say this again. Chicago, uh, you better find a way to start getting uh, some protection for Justin Fields. Uh, and that is your future. Kill that boy. Y'all gonna get that man hurt. Gonna get, get that boy hurt. Slaughtered. Like, you know what I'm saying? Give my man some protection. Give him some weapons. And uh, you obviously got to revamp your defense because y'all traded away uh, all your all, all your pieces. So um, I y'all got some work to do. Um, but hey, you're good at quarterback. You're good at quarterback. You you don't have to worry about that. You have your answer. Um, right. And then, uh, look, I know Aaron Rodgers played. Uh, he did so-so. Um, but the Packers, uh, you know, they're doing uh, – they're, they're about to start uh, running the ball more. Obviously, you see um, 32 carries for 175 yards, two TDs. Uh, that, that, that's your formula. Okay? Uh, you get the good in-the-round run for Chris and Watson. And Chris and Watson – has been balling out the last five games. He, I think he has like nine touchdowns in five games. Uh, the rookie is, he's finally, I think he, I think Aaron Rodgers can finally count on at least one wide receiver. That's him. And he's a rookie. And a lot of people were worried about his drops. He had them. But I think, I think he's fine. Uh, I think, I, I think the Packers are going to try to make a run at it for a wild card. Let's be honest. They're going to have to win out. Um, because now that you already got eight losses, I, I'm I'm not saying that there's a possibility, but hey, I there's a small little glimmer of hope. I mean, looking at your schedule, um, you got the Rams. You know I mean, I'm, let's, come on, you, <laughs> you should handle that. Um, I you got uh, Dolphins, you got that's a loss. You got Vikings and Lions, and yeah. you know Both of them losses. And that's not an easy road. And depending on seating, if some of these guys have already clinched or or got a playoffs, don't know. But either way, that is not an easy task for the Green Bay Packers. Um, and lucky for them, they go. I think they're going on the bye this week, and then they come back the following week. So good, good chance to get a bye. And hey, hey you get the Rams. Uh, so handle that, and then see what you can do with the Dolphins, Vikings, and Lions. But hey, it, it took y'all too long. Yeah, wait, that waiting too long, man. Huh? Took y'all too long. Took y'all too long. Y'all tied with the Lions, and Lions got so far got a tiebreaker. Yeah, it took y'all too long. Y'all should have been playing like this almost a month and a half ago. Just saying. I uh, I love to see it. Yeah, I do too. Um, Titans Eagles. Um, damn. Eagles Eagles. Uh, you know. Mm, mm, mm. 
that we dominated. Doing? That's what we doing, Ant? Is that what we doing? All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look. Eagles are are to me they're, they're the favorite in the NFC. I mean, oh, yeah. I know that's I know that's yeah. easy to say just record wise, but no, they're doing it putting based on performance. They've been in just about all types of games. They've been in the slobber knockers. They've been in the blowout games. They won in tight games. Um, they won in the almost trap games. So and and they prevailed. They got one loss. All right. Right. It, they're a good team. Oh yeah, they they it's just a crop in the NFC. Yeah, I I mean they, other than that, it's there's not a it's, lot of it's NFC Eagles and then everybody else. So as much as respect we put on Terry McLaurin's name, <laughs> boy, we got we got put AJ Brown at because right now. <laughs> This man literally. You're right, man. He literally sunned his former team. He sunned him. Sunned him. I mean, did you see the catch in the end zone where dude was literally hugged up on him and he just mm-hmm. snagged the ball? <laughs> like, AJ Brown sunned his former team. And, and and this is what this is what's dominating about Philly. So you got AJ Brown doing his thing. We got to put start putting some respect on his name. I don't know where you, where you put him on the top list of wide receivers, but you you better start putting him towards the top. <laughs> so that's that's for one. Uh, Devontae Smith, the other wide receiver they got, he balled out. He put up a hundred plus in the in the tutty, and and they're always a threat to run. They didn't dominate on the running part yesterday but hey y'all put Jalen Hurts in the MVP conversation okay I mean I, I won't argue that I mean he's he been balling I don't see how you don't put him in the in the conversation you gotta be in the con- you gotta be in the conversation I'm just glad I ain't Tom Brady again <laughs> <laughs> you put him in the conversation of retirement <laughs> sure is. Oh, trust. There's, if, if Tom Brady gets a vote, then I know it's rigged. If he gets a vote, something wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> For real. I, so, said it, I said it once. I said it again. You winless and bitchless. You cannot get a vote. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 uh, Matt, man, I'm so right there with you. It's like. So with the way that the Titans played the Chiefs and then they went on a little run where they were playing some some great football, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know what to make of them. It's because like there's times where they dominate and are the that's, most physical that's, that's, team. They do it all the time, though, man. And they then do it they all let the down. Time. Yeah, they, they do. do it all the time. You know they what I'm saying? They they may do it in different spurts or, or different ways, but basically they do it all the time. Either they're gonna have a great uh, regular season, let down in the um, playoffs. Or they're gonna beat somebody that you think they're not gonna beat, and then lose somebody that they should beat. And the Titans do this all the time. That's just the Titans' mo. <laughs> it's so frustrating because when I be on the pick them, I be like, man, they should they should win this one, and then they, man, yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's hard to pick with them. Hey, yo, and you right? Hmm? They one of the most hardest teams to pick with, bro. <laughs> Man, it's that Tannehill factor, man. You don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> bro, they one of the hardest teams. Um, Broncos, Ravens. Yeah, boy. I like James Houston, Alex. Uh-huh. 
Boy, these damn Broncos just continue to just be just terrible. Man, the Broncos, is, the Broncos is horrible, man. Horrible. It's that offense, man. They need to take Russell Wilson out back and put him out of misery. He need to old yellow him. He need to old yellow Russell Wilson for real. <laughs> they, <laughs> no, they need to find a good lawyer to try to recoup some of this money, dog. Because <laughs> they need to lock him up for the robbery he did. This, this ain't it, dog. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm a, can you restructure dog because something you're gonna have to get some of this money back. This is felony, bro. Right, this man. is felony you, theft. You robbing people out here, bro. Russ, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, they look bad, bro. Hey, I mean, the Raiders is a hard team to pick, too. You're right. We'll talk about them, too. I, I say the Chargers as well. Yeah. With man, robbing. This, this robbing. Got, it's just week in and week out. Like, when I when there's times where I think the Broncos have a chance, they still find a way to fuck it up. Bruh, they scored three points all the way into the fourth quarter. <laughs> and that was garbage point when they got that touchdown. Three points, bruh. Hey, but guess what? I'm not a, I'm not absolving the Baltimore Ravens. Oh yeah. I think because that right. offense was terrible even when Lamar was in there. I don't know about that one, Alex. <laughs> right, you know right, you right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna cap on that. <laughs> Matt Stewart said, "I got a felony on my record." And what Russ is doing is worse than my. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but for real though. <laughs> but for real though, what, what what Russ is doing is is literally having an Anthony. But what Russ is doing is a felony in all 50 states. It's a felony in uh, internationally. Right. Like, like this is this is this is this Bruh. is straight. And on top of that, he got the nerve to be talking shit. <laughs> it's it's Rock rest time. Let's it's, it's rest time. It's rest time. Let's ride. Time to cook. You are trying to cook. I was like, what? Your kitchen on fire, bro. Right. <laughs> For real. You burning down the house, <laughs> and the defense is trying their best. <laughs> Shit, hey, come on, man! You know I already be rolled up. But, <laughs> right, you right, man. <laughs> but bro, like, like this dude, this dude is 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 literally burning down the house, and the defense is trying his best to put the fire out. Man, and the they, defense they tired, dog. They tired. I was tired, boss. They gonna take that nigga and beat his ass. Oh, oh, bro. For real, they right. gonna be here. That this creates a problem in the locker room, bro. If if I'm I'm going out here getting you the ball back, putting my my heart and soul out on the field, and you can't score a point, and I didn't pay we didn't paid you all this money, and you all can't score money. a point. That's a, that's a problem, man. Yo, we gotta fight, bro. Right, that's we a gotta problem, fight. Bro. Like for real, we gotta fight. Yeah, I I think it was uh, Mike Purcell last week, the the yeah. uh, the lineman that got in his face. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, "Yo, bro, like, come on! At one point, are y'all gonna stop playing around? Like, yo, the season almost over, and you ain't even come close to it's over. Anything almost it's over. Offense. Well, for that team, yeah, it's over. But I'm yeah, saying, they need, like this, they need to go ahead and sit down and nurse the injuries. Stealing money, man. Right. But they stuck. With you, okay, let, so let me put this question out. 
if you the Broncos, what do you do next year? You can't. Have you seen the cap hits for this dude? If he ain't on the roster next year, it's 107 million cap hit, bro. I mean, that's dead money. You can't do I nothing know. with it. You just gotta ride it out. <laughs> bro, you talking about stuff? The Broncos are in a bad shape, bro. Unless, unless, unless he just turn it around next year, something we don't see. <laughs> we are in bad shape. Bruh, they are stuck. They are absolutely so stuck. Yeah, I, you, you, can't, you, you can't do shit. They got no options. They absolutely have no way to get out of this situation. And they are so stuck in it. And it's at least the cap hit is so egregiously high for the next three years. They're stuck with Russell Wilson until he's 38, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> I call future for that. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and Cass, you're right. Is is here's the thing, and me and Nick touched on it last week. Mm-hmm. You talk about the the actual cap, uh, or or the the um, the stuff that you gave up to get Russell was a lot. You gave up a king's ransom anyway to go get right. him, and right. then you paid him a king's ransom type of salary. Without even seeing how the season was going to go, this all this shit was set in stone before training camp. Mm-hmm. The trade and the money, dumbasses. <laughs> That's dumb as hell. Dumb. You should get him. You should pay him a commission. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I'm absolutely stuck in the situation because you can't get rid of him because the cap. Yeah, Seattle did rid that trade. Ridiculously high. Oh, Seattle won that trade by a long shot. By a long shot. Um, so uh but we gotta talk about the Ravens. Does this knee injury changes things about Lamar's contract? Because he's gonna miss some time. But like I said, man, we talked about the contract earlier in the beginning of the season. Him gambling himself is gonna be a risk, and the Raiders, I mean and the Ravens not paying him is gonna be a risk. It just happened that he hurt himself, so it's more on him now than it is on the Ravens. So now you like, well, I don't know, man, how, what that what that need gonna look like. We can't pay you that kind of money now. But here's the thing, too. What do you do if you're the Ravens? You don't have any other options out there. If you cut him or trade him, whatever, if you trade him, get rid of Lamar. What's your options? You automatically sink into the bottom. Defense ain't that great. You don't have that dominant defense. So you can't say, well, defense are carriers until we can find a, the quarterback answer. Defense not carrying you. So I think you stuck. I think you stuck either way. Man. I hear you, Ant, but my thing is, what do you do? What you, you Okay, you say you draft a rookie quarterback. You ain't drafting high. You want too many games to really drive high. So, well, well, let me add this caveat real quick. Go ahead. Let me add this caveat. Go ahead. And I'm not saying Tyler Huntley is the answer, by all means. I hope you're not. No, I'm not saying that. Trust I'm me. I'm not saying I, that, that I, new I, batch is a hell of a batch. <laughs> <laughs> I may be high, but I ain't that high. Right? <laughs> um, he is not the answer. But what what Baltimore has seen. Last year when Lamar got hurt and what they saw yesterday and what they're probably going to see for at least maybe another week or so, um, uh, 
you know, about Tyler Huntley, he may not have the actual level of what Lamar Jackson has, but if you look at how the way Tyler Huntley plays, he has similar skill set to Lamar yeah. Jackson. It may yeah. not be on Lamar's level, but what I'm saying is, is Tyler Huntley is doable enough to run that same offense that you don't have to change it from Lamar to Tyler. I think I it's, think it's, if, it's not a lot that you change. You really can keep the same offense. I think if you had a, a top-notch defense, that's a good move. But the fact you don't have a top-notch defense, it still puts you in a bind. Because when he makes his mistakes, you don't have no, nothing to dig you out of those mistakes. I hear you. But but what I'm saying is this move can be done financially and not of actual emotions. That I'm pretty sure the front office, John Harbaugh, mm -hmm. love Lamar Jackson. But what right. I'm saying is they're looking at it business-wise and they're seeing what the money that Lamar wants. And we can have Lamar Jackson light with Tyler Huntley and then possibly go into the draft, get the quarterback that we might think could be the future or and usually just use Tyler Huntley as a bridge quarterback. Why financially give that money to Lamar Jackson when Lamar Jackson light, a.k.a. Tyler Huntley, is doable for right now while we address other needs? I'm saying the move that the fact that the Baltimore Ravens haven't paid Lamar Jackson even going into the season, knowing, knowing that Joe Burrow is coming up, Tua is coming up, Justin Herbert is coming up, that batch of class that came in that draft class are coming up for mm -hmm. eligibility to get contract extensions. Yeah. Kyler Murray already got paid. Russell Wilson got paid. Deshaun got paid. There's other quarterbacks that hasn't Deshaun, done. Uh, Deshaun got paid in late. Go ahead. Paid, paid in late. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Lamar, but Lamar Jackson has done things resume-wise resume that has excelled him over these other quarterbacks. Even Josh Allen got paid. His resume, yeah. he got an MVP, y'all. Lamar Jackson resume lined up to these other quarterbacks that are getting paid. His resume, you can say, looks better than theirs. And the fact that Baltimore hasn't paid him to me is writings on the wall is that they're going to find a way financially to get out of the situation of paying Lamar Jackson when Lamar Jackson light is still on our bench and we can use him as a great bridge quarterback. Don't be surprised if it happens, y'all. That's so why I saying, think I think that move for him to go to Detroit looks a lot more clearer now. So now you're saying that Ty, Ty, uh, Huntley is like uh, McDowell's. Instead of McDonald's. Oh, okay. The Golden M's and they got the Golden Arches. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You got to, hey, especially you, you're a business guy. This is, to me... The fact that oh, you man. haven't, the fact mm -hmm. that you haven't given Lamar the contract going in because they had the opportunity to pay him before Deshaun, to pay him before Kyler, to pay right. him before Russ, and they didn't. Now he's looking at all this money getting paid, and he's looking at my resume compared to theirs. He's like, "Oh, I definitely need more than them." And then now that you still haven't gotten the money, and 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 guess what, Joe Burrow. Hey, ain't gonna be no doubt. Cincinnati gonna pay him. And Tino will get something though, Matt. Justin Herbert. Ain't gonna mm -hmm. be no doubts that they're gonna pay yeah, him. They don't pay him. The way that two is playing right now, ain't no doubts that Miami's gonna play him. Mm -hmm. Because now we got pieces around you. We see what we can get from Tua. So 
now that price that Lamar is looking at, like, I know them guys is good, but look at my resume. I want more than them. And so that puts the 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 that price that was was yesterday ain't today. Now there's no way Baltimore will pay that type of money when Lamar Jackson White is in the building. <laughs> He's a bridge quarterback. I, I'm saying this is this is all about the money right now. Lamar ain't got it, but he's going to get it. I don't think it's in Baltimore, though. Okay. Lamar, I mean, Lamar, uh, Matt bring up an interesting question, too. I mean, interesting statement that Gino is securing the bag. And you look at what he's done this year. No, Seattle's paying him next year. He's going to get some money. No, he Seattle's may not get no big-time contract, but he's going to get some money. Oh, he's going to get a contract. I'm saying he, not, he may not get a top-notch contract. But oh, no, 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 no. He's going to get something. But he'll he'll be able to get twenty five thirty million a year. Yeah, I can see that. Because especially when you're paying quarterbacks fifty, forty five, forty eight, forty nine million a year, Geno should be able to get twenty five to thirty. I can see that, like a three four year deal, twenty five to to thirty million a year. Right. No, G- Geno should be able to get a contract from Seattle. Uh, I mean, it it. it <laughs> It'll be another. <laughs> I mean, but but Matt, why are you saying though, Matt? I mean, go ahead, Lamar. But I'm saying the proof is in the pudding. It, we can't. I, I know it's Geno Smith, and we're making the jokes. But what he's doing in Seattle, why why can't they recreate it? My thing is, is is it's not like this is like three games in, four games into the season. We're we're almost down to the finish line of getting to the playoffs, and Geno is still performing as he was at the beginning of the season. I mean, nobody's what? mistaking him for Peyton Manning. So that's not. Oh, not that. at all. You know what I'm saying? No one's taken from an elite quarterback. But when we saw this trade with uh, Denver, we thought Seattle would be in the basement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They in contention they, to win a division. Yeah, to win a division. Definitely going to the playoffs. Nobody thought that. At all. So and I think... Anybody that, that talks sports was like, oh, Seattle about to be in the yeah. dumps. You know, so I think based on that, he should get something. Hey, he gets paid. He gets a contract for sure. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna have like a the whole league going because um, <laughs> it's Gino. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. if you're playing good ball, you're playing good ball, and Gino's playing good ball. I mean, that's just you know, the facts. He's I, been he's been crazy. The pride of the Mountaineers. Hey, he's been crazy accurate this year. He's been crazy accurate, and 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 and. When we thought that, oh, hey, it's going to be nothing. It's just going to be a run first team. I mean, Lockett and, and Metcalf are still getting after it. I mm-hmm. mean, we, we can't we can't sit here and and and, and think that it's just a joke because it's Geno. Geno's balling. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but hey. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but he, but he he's been finding them out of nuts. All right, he's been fine. But see, I mean, here's the thing, and we're not saying he should get a big contract. We're saying he should get something. 25, 30 mil is not a big contract in, in comparison to what quarterbacks are getting. But he should get something. You know, he should get something for his performance this year. First of all, Lamar Jackson's contract should be bigger than Deshaun Watson's. Should be well, bigger I'm talking than... about Gino. Oh, Gino? No, it ain't. I ain't. No, no, no. <sighs> I was talking about Gina because I mean I'm assuming that's what Ant's talking about. Three reasons why. Uh, oh, he said Lamar. I was yeah. saying Lamar as in you. No, he's talking about you know, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. 
No, I mean, we, we, yes, we I have. Man. I, I, I watched him in college. <laughs> yeah, when he was in West Virginia, I saw him too. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think Lamar deserves the contract just because he's part of that that wave that's changing the way that the quarterback position is going. Um, dual threat, very competitive, wants to win. Um, look at his record. Look at his uh, uh, completion percentage. It's up there with some of the best of the best. A lot of people slack on Lamar, but the proof's in the pudding. For all the stat guys out there, go look at his stats. His completion percentage is high. His top up is up there at the top. His win percentage is up there at the top. Yes, a lot of losses. Have... A lot of losses of defense. Yeah, he doesn't have the playoff win. I get that. Okay. But it's the same people that glorified Justin Herbert, who ain't even made the playoffs and ain't even and, and, and continues in his career to be below and, and at 500, never above it at a consistent basis. Y'all want to y'all want di- to just on Lamar. No, it res- put the resume up there. It's not a lot of people that is even accomplished what Lamar Jackson has at the quarterback position in the time that he started. Like, I, I, I never understood the hate for Lamar Jackson. I mean, I understand for some people. Some people just still think that way. But for the most part, when it's just football-based, I just never understood the hate. He, I, mean, I mean, he does I mean, it, I don't know. But I, I say it like this. I think Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. It, it, I, I still can't put him in the elite yet. But I think he's a great quarterback. And I think that, you know, if you look at what he's done, if you compare it to other quarterbacks, he's on par with those other quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, yeah. this year he's not he's not balled out like he normally does, but at the same time, some of the losses was the defense. Was on the defense, yeah. You know, and you say, oh, he throw picks. Uh, Justin Herbert throw picks. Yeah, uh, everybody throw, throw picks. picks. You know, people throw picks. It just happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They That's part of the game. First of all, there's never been a quarterback that has zero interceptions at the end of the year. Right. <laughs> this ain't Madden. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Madden. There's a pick somewhere in there. Um, okay, this, that's, that's, that's a whole other argument. You saying he shouldn't have a bigger contract than Joe Burrow. I, I, I can see that. I can argue that. You can make an argument for that. You, you can't argue that because Burrow went to the Super Bowl. Okay, i argue yeah. that. And Burrow has been balling out this year. Oh, my God. Joe Cool. But it's still... But still, if you look at how when you look at when they when they sit down at the table, they compare all the quarterbacks getting paid for that year. Mm-hmm. They still use the highest one as your base. So they're just taking fifty as number fifty is your highest base, and you look at who you are going up against that fifty. How close you gonna get to that fifty or more? You'll get to that fifty is what they look at. So if you, so you're looking at from that standpoint, Lamar should be on par with Burrow. It's no way he's not on par with Burrow. Can you want to make an argument that Burrow gets a little more? Okay, fine. If yeah. Burrow gets fifty-two, then Lamar should get fifty. I'll be all right with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. He'd be all right with that, but you know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt brings up a good point because this is one thing that I always thought uh, a lot of people miss. You name a legitimate threat, not name Mark Andrews. That he's throwing the ball to, and I understand that they're on first team. I get it, but but this has always been their problem. When you don't have a legitimate, at least one legitimate threat as a wide receiver position, nobody is worried about your passing game. 
they can mark in on Mark Andrews. When you have Marquise Brown, you won't worry about him but the go route. Because mm-hmm. other than everything else, we'll just make sure that we got one underneath and you're not getting over the top. That's all we got to do with him. If you, if you bracket two guys, and where's your other wide receiver threat? Yeah. They should just kept Ray Rice. <laughs> <laughs> he bring right, he bring the right attitude. So, wait, he, he punching bitches like that. He gots to be <laughs> punching people on the field the same way. Sir. <laughs> Sir. Too soon? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, T. Higgins is the number one on other team. Yeah, he, he is. is. He's been balling. And and I think that's a one thing that a lot of people when they thought uh when Jamar Chase was gonna get that uh, went down with injury, they thought it was gonna be a fall off. I keep reminding people that both Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and as well as uh Tyler Boyd were all in the top fifteen of uh, receiving yards before Jamar Chase went down. So after the fact that he went down, went like they were gonna have a drop off, you got two other receivers in the top fifteen of receiving yards. I think you're gonna be fine. So that's why I think a lot of people freaked out for no reason. Um but let's move on uh, 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 real quick through the last few of these games. Um, Browns uh, didn't look good for Deshaun Watson. I, I I had a good feeling it was going to be a little bit rusty for the kid. Um, obviously, going back to Houston, I, I'm pretty sure emotions played into it. Mm-hmm. Um, had his family there. Obviously, we, we know about the situation. We ain't going to hash on it. But just didn't play well. I mean, just it is what it is. I mean, we, we're talking about almost, what, two years of football now? Pretty much a year, a right. year, in, in, in almost what seven months or something. I, I don't know the exact math on it. Wait, wait. Russ was expected. <laughs> Pretty much. Russ was expected. Uh, luckily they were playing Houston. Um, right. Uh, so it, your defense didn't have to work too hard. It did what it needed to do. Dominated. Special teams dominated. Um, but you know. It's just what it is. Away. Oh wow, seven hundred days away from the field. <clears throat> no, that's what I said. He, he he looked terrible. He didn't look good. He said he, he, said he looked like Russ. Yeah, looked like Russ. Rust. <laughs> he was rusty. Needed some <laughs> WD forty. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell me he looked like Russell Wilson. Oh well, well hell, the way Russell Wilson <laughs> played, hell, he, 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 he damn near did. <laughs> Shoot. Look like Russ. <laughs> yeah, look like Russ. <laughs> Russ and Rusty. You know, right. damn, they're all in the same boat. Yeah, right. they, <laughs> I mean, call it what you want. Sean right. did not have a good game. Looked like Dookie. And, right. uh, he, you know, he got bailed out by his team. And, um, you know, this won't be him for the, the last few games. Um, but it's, it's just going to be one of those things. You ain't played in 700 days like Matt said. It was expected. It was expected. Um, and and you throw in the emotional factor because he's back in Houston now. So I, I wasn't expecting a, a, a MVP-like game from him. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, it was a lot. It was a lot for him. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, of course, Seahawks get the win over Rams. Rams are absolutely uh, garbage. I, I've never seen a, a worse um, defending Super Bowl champion team like this. Um, this is just injuries, bad play on the offensive side. Three and nine. This is absolutely. Man, that's, uh, that's what happens when you just give up the farm for a Super Bowl. Oh, they gave up the house. They gave up everything. <laughs> for real. Gave up the house. But hey, 
I don't think none of them are going to complain about that Super Bowl ring. Oh, no. They won't complain about it at all. Um, Colts, Cowboys, damn it. Okay. You, you know, took 33 points and some fluke shit in the fourth quarter for you to get that game out of reach, but whatever. Uh, you know, you win. Good for you. Yeah, you're right, Matt. That's the kicker, too. Three and nine and no draft picks because that pick goes to uh, Detroit. Yep. <laughs> that, that'd be ours. <laughs> we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that. <laughs> um, Chargers and Raiders. Man, those are the two teams I can't judge when I do the pick them. Because um, I know about the talent for the Chargers. But, damn it, they, they, they're they too too up and down with me. They, they I don't know if they want to be an elite team or they want to be a bottom team or be a mid-tier team. I don't, I don't know. It's weekly. Obviously, we know about the talent. And then uh, the Raiders, I guess you're trying to salvage the season. Keep some heat off of um, your boy, McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> yep, thank you. We'll take that. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Raiders and Chargers. Uh, man, Raiders look like crap, man. Yeah, but they got the win, and Chargers, I don't know. I mean, I picked I them to win that one because I was like, I, the Chargers thing, I don't know what's up with the Chargers, bro. I'm telling you, man. They are one of the hardest teams to pick because they they just don't know. Yeah, Matt Ryan did look like Dookie. Uh, I think they need a, uh, any uh, the coach are going to be uh, it's something. Man, it's something in the air, Indiana. Indiana, man. State, I'm telling you, it's something in the paces is where you go to kill your career, and now it looks like the Colts the same way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They passing on down to the Colts. Damn, I signed with the coach. Yeah, that's the end of your career, bro. <laughs> real. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I can't do it. He can't keep a quarterback. He said, man, I, I quit. Uh, but we had two great games in the NFL uh, on a uh, 4 o'clock slot. Uh, Dolphins, uh, 49ers, at least two good matchups. Uh, did, uh, man, Jimmy G hurt again, dog. Again. Man, at least, hey, look. At least he played longer than usual. He used to get hurt quicker than this. Yeah, but I think that messed up his bag for next year because I think he was going to be probably one of those quarterbacks that you go after next year to, uh, you know, get a veteran quarterback instead of going the uh, high pick in the draft route. You know what I'm saying? You're right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, they, they kill enough careers. They don't need no baseball and hockey players to kill too. <laughs> <laughs> Football, basketball is enough. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though, man. I think I think Jimmy G might be might messed up his his whole bag, man. Cause it's like he been injured for the last three years. Yeah. It's like I'm not paying him. He gonna stay healthy. And like he's an elite talent. Hey, I tell you what, he gets he gets signed before Baker does. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Baker gonna be saying, "Welcome to Walmart. Can I help you?" Oh, oh, my fault. Baker already got released today by the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying Baker gonna be like, "Welcome to Walmart. Can I help you?" I got a Walmart in Charlotte. <laughs> he's, a, he's a greeter. <laughs> a greeter. <laughs> Can I check your receipt, please? You know, I'm famous. Like, who are you? <laughs> uh, no, 49ers scary team. I think that's the Eagles' only competition right there. 49ers. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I won't, I won't be surprised if it's uh, 49ers and Eagles in the NFC Championships game. I won't be surprised. Um, 
Yeah, it wasn't his fault, but people ain't gonna look at it that way. And and I know people gonna be like, oh, well, you got Brock Purdy. But here's the thing. Um, I think it's more the system with, with Shanahan than necessarily the quarterback. Now he's got a bug, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, is 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 I don't I'm not sure if Brock Purdy, obviously, he's he's not gonna have the talent level as these other quarterbacks he's gonna go against in the playoffs. So that might be a, a downfall, but that defense is elite. You got elite playmakers on your offense, so you probably don't Man, have Debo to do was much. turning nothing into something. Debo McCaffrey has yeah. uh, been doing his thing since he's gotten to San Francisco. You can't forget about Kittle. Yeah, Kittle. So I'm I mean, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for um, McCaffrey chance to get hurt. <laughs> him or, or Kittle, and they all, all right. of them are prone to get hurt. <laughs> no, for real. I mean, they, they look. Anthony's saying, "No, it, it, for real." San Francisco has some weird injuries. It's, bugs, that, it's that cool air, man. It's that cool air. <laughs> well, they need to get a whole new medical staff. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> Fire all these motherfuckers. You know? Um, hey, what can you say? Chiefs, Chiefs took the L. Uh, Cincinnati has your number, so that's the third time that the Chiefs man, and the oh, Bengals have played. In the calendar year in 2022, and the Bengals have won every one. As much as people want to say that there's a rivalry between the Chiefs and Bills, you got to start sprinkling Chiefs and Bengals in there because, uh, you know, it, every game has been a three point loss. And so that tells me that that easily can be three and no Chiefs' ways just as much as it is right now as Bengals' way. Mm hmm. So those games to me are, I know the 13 second game, I know, great game, but every time these teams get together, man, you know, you about to get some drama. You about to get it. So I, we'll see, we'll see. And look, if they meet in the playoffs, I'm gonna be worried like hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. I'm gonna be worried as hell. Uh, quick, uh, real quick, final thoughts. You got Saints, Buccaneers tonight. What you feeling about it, big homie? Saints. Oh, you going Saints? I'm going Saints, bro. I just mm. don't. They always got their number, and the def, I mean, uh, the offense ain't moving the ball on the Bucks, man. They're not. It's oh not moving the ball. And yeah. Fournette still hurt too. Yeah, I think he's questionable. Let me double check. Yeah, man. It's like they're not moving the ball. His offense is not moving the ball, bro. Yeah, he's questionable. Um, actually, there's a lot of injuries. Um, I. You know, uh, Saints are just as banged up as the uh, Buccaneers are. So, this to me, this is and that um, offensive line. Oh my gosh, temp, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying, I think, I think the Saints gonna get after Brady, man. You know, Brady, you, you get pressure on, he just falls. Oh, he down. going, oh, he going straight down. He getting fetal mode. <laughs> <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> so I don't take no hits. But the mode. crazy thing is, both of these teams, they they actually, I think we might get a good game because both these teams actually have a chance to get momentum in this trash division of the NFC South and and. Get close to the top of that division. I mean, so to me, this is an important game for both teams. Mm. Uh, it's supposed to be a toilet bowl. I'm not expecting some good football, but I think <laughs> you're uh, right. Think, you're right. I, I think we're at least going to get uh, a competitive game for sure. I, I do right. know that. I do feel that. But anyway, did a little overtime, a little 12 minutes over, but it's all right. Uh, man, great weekend. Uh, NFL week 13. Great right, college football. College football oh, yeah. playoffs. Oh, yeah, 
of course we get disappointed by the men's national team again and then you know host prime is headed to boulder colorado anyway on behalf of the iow sports crew well, uh before i go i like to say fuck her cousin fuck ohio <laughs> state fuck the commanders and fuck nick shine <laughs> i don't know why i call martin detroit mail come back thursday episode 205 be real peace, peace. <laughs>